welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hi, community. This is Parker. Have you registered for Mobile Tech Expo? We hope to see you there on the community stage doing episodes or at the community pub at five on Friday after the show. Register at mobiletechexpo.com and save 15% by using the code PINTS. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Free Thought Friday. I'm the host, Marshall Hill, Total Auto Solutions. You can find me on Instagram at Total Auto Solutions. Uh, if you want to do a duet, I'd love to do a duet with you. We can even do foam duet. We don't actually have to dance on TikTok. Find me on TikTok at Detail Supply App. Or, hey, listen, just shoot me a text if you want to get directly in touch with me. It's 918-800-1188. All right, moving into what we're going to talk about today for Free Thought Friday. Hey, listen, Free Thought Friday is really, it's about openness. It's about... Uh, having discussions and freely being able to think through and process ideas. It's what business owners need to be able to do. Uh, definitely as we take emotion out of theory, it helps us as business owners to make evaluations. The reason why I say we need to have a free thought is, uh, well, not everybody's open to discussion. The other day on a Facebook group, I threw out a comment about how much chemical companies are putting water into their products. And that is really over 90%. And it's just not that it's, you know, anything wrong with that. I mean, that's what the entire industry does. And I just asked the question, why do they feel that they need to charge so much for their water? There's so much water in there. No worries. Uh, it's just water. Why is, why is one water more expensive than the water out of a tap? I, I'm not sure. Hey, well, some people got upset. Have an argument. Prove their side. Doesn't contain 90% of water. But when I asked, well, how much water do you have in yours? They didn't choose to respond. So the idea of being able to have open discussions isn't really that accepted in our industry. For some reason, we always like to have closed doors, even inside detailing, right? Uh, how often do you want to put out all the information you have? Even inside the community, there's some of us that don't want to release all the information we have that would help the community because we think that our idea and what we have is so special and so amazing that, well, I can't really just give it away. Oh, free thought Friday. I want to go through an idea. So if you want to take a journey with me, please do. Happy to have you along. If you don't, no worries. I'll go along with the people that do. Free thought Friday. We're going to discuss what would put you out of business. Well, it's a professional detailing market in trouble. Yeah, some people got a co-host uh, on a on a regular weekly episode here on the Pines of Policy podcast. Nick with Vegas Rise says no. So you go out to any parking lot and you'll see while wow, there's so much opportunity for the professional detailers. Well, that's a great point, Nick. Totally get your side. Uh, 
I started looking around at other people in the industry, start evaluating what other people say. I understand there's plenty of cars on the road. There's plenty of opportunities for us, but are detailers really taking advantage of it or could they be in trouble of going out of business? Right. I listened to a uh, recent podcast from the SEMA 360 series. This podcast had brand reps and owners from major, and I'm talking the top dog companies in our industry Companies like AutoGeek, companies like Rios, 3D, Adams. Wow, these are these are really big names that that are. I mean, when we're talking giants in the industry, they're they're right up there. I, I don't know what you, you what giants do, but I, you know, I'm fucking dominate. I guess. I mean, they they the amount of product that they move, the amount of well volume, and then you know. It's just, they are massive, right? That's just the only way to put it. Well, each of these people through the podcast discuss how, well, I mean, really their market has nothing to do with professionals. Well, so I guess that means they don't have a solution for professionals and their solution is to actually go and provide stuff for people that want to clean their own cars. The DIY enthusiast market. Huh. I kind of listened to that and I was like, well, okay. And they just one right after another, just nothing about how and massive and how incredible their business is with the DIY and the enthusiasts. It was like, cool. You know, I mean, that, that's awesome. I mean, everybody does their own business the way they want to. And you know, it, there's no doubt that having opportunity to sell products to a DIY market is, is boy, we, we hope to one day have, have opportunity to give solutions to the DIY market in the way that we feel the purpose as a company we could provide. But so on the flip side, then these massive brands that I know, right? Uh, I know you mentioned, well, let's just say Grios. You mentioned that name and there's going to be plenty of professionals that are absolutely in love with lines and stuff that they have in, in their product line. And, and rightfully so. They, they're a massive brand. They've done really well. I mean, I, this is not a Please don't misunderstand Free Thought Friday. Free Thought Friday, we're, we're not throwing darts here. We're having a discussion, right? So uh, if, I, if I get any sentiment of, you know, throwing darts, please, please don't, don't, don't understand me in that way. You, you, you're misunderstanding me. I'm, I'm literally just dissecting uh, an idea. So uh, it, it's just interesting to know that there's these catalogs, there's these companies, there's these brands that that have products for the professional market, have solutions for them. But for the most part, you listen to their ownership, their target market is not anywhere to help professionals. It's to help offer solutions to the DIYers. AutoGeek was quoted at 80-20. 20% of their whole entire market is, is only professionals. Uh, you, you listen to Adams, who, who there's massive amount of business in the professional market, but he even said it too. He's like, we have no desire. They actually, you, you listen to a, an illustration that he said on, on kind of why is, he goes, well, the reason why he thinks his business has grown so well in the DIY market is because they've been able to increase the products. The products are doing so much better. Uh, 3D made that comment, right? they've been able to offer so much better products for the DIY market than what had been previously offered, right? 
That's why those companies are going after it. They see an opportunity to provide something better for that market. Good for them. Great. Love it. Go. That's your purpose. Good. So Adams is on there and he's talking about how long it takes for a detailer to clean a car and that you've got to sit there with this polisher for a long time and you've got to get out all this 100% imperfections and the car's got to look absolutely perfect. I'm going to come back to that on the other note. Let me finish this thought. And he was going in to explain how the DIYers don't have time for that. Nor do they want to spend the thousands of dollars it's going to take a professional to do that craft. I'm pretty sure that's what I've been fucking saying over the past two years. Hey, listen, this is not applicable to the, a market that is prime for good service. So they're actually using the same theory, but they're using it to market to their customers taking away from people that might use a professional detailing service. So this ceramic coating scam that has plagued our industry over the past years, we now have actual proof of another massive brand using the same scam to target why that people shouldn't go and be a part of the scam but they're using it to a completely different market. So in my theory, I go to professional detailers and I say, hey, I get it a thousand bucks. You know, they're on a whiteboard saying, hey, you, you can't make anything less than a thousand bucks. You know, I, I get it that I go into post and tell people, hey, there's plenty of opportunity in dealership world. There's plenty of opportunity in wholesale. We did a whole video series on how to go and approach a body shop, right? But then CP reps come on and tell me, oh, if you're, business is going after wholesale, then you're doing bad business. Well, hey, guess what? The bubble is not only being burst from, well, there's just not enough revenue going to be coming in over the next period to generate $1,500, $2,500, dollars $4,000 ticket prices. You also have massive major money being spent by marketing campaigns for Adams to go against why somebody should Go spend that. Oh, yeah. All that graphene coating that detailers have been using and saying, oh, Adam's graphene coating. You know who their market is? It's not to professional detailers. It's to a DIYer to be able to use something very simple and to give them years of protection so that they don't have to go spend their time, energy, and money with professional detailers. Should we have a free thought Friday about that? Holy fucking shit. Free Thought Friday, right? I'm allowed to cuss. When I heard that, I mean, it's, <laughs> whew. It, it really, maybe I'm the only one that, that goes through and, and listens to stuff like that. I, I, I mean, mind-blowing. Is the professional detailer market in trouble? Now, we're going to have a lot of correction coding people that say, no, I got plenty of work. I'm booked out two weeks. Okay, I get it. Like, I'm not, please, Free Thought Friday. I'm not talking about next week. I'm not talking about next month. This could literally be the start of the crippling effect over the next couple of years to where this massive industry that started building up with all this, you know, how you got to do it so specialized and it was all the how much professional detailers were making. 
Right? The industry's become so great because people can make more money. But yet all along, maybe are not maintaining those customers. <laughs> here's, here's, the, here's the interesting part of, uh, <laughs> of, uh, of some of the, the dialogue that comes out of, of this episode. <coughs> why, why would their business be doing so well was the question asked, right? Well, through Corona, a lot more people are at home, right? And as detailers and as an industry, we saw an influx because people were more concerned about cleaning. But these companies saw so much more growth than, than us little micro, small business-owned detailers, right? We all saw growth. But the amount that they saw by doubling, probably tripling, I mean, I quote somebody, they literally doubled their business. You know how rare that is? So that tells you how many DIYer enthusiasts are beginning to take ownership of their own vehicle. And these companies are providing them solutions in order it to happen. And here's what, here's what one of the comments was made was, well, because they can really pretty much learn to do anything they want off of YouTube. Went into this great illustration of why they shouldn't really go get full on training. They, can just watch anything they want off YouTube. Now there's a lot of a lot of professional detailers that laugh at that, right? Oh, they can't get YouTube certified. Totally get it. We actually have on the podcast have had multiple people come on and say they started their business by learning off of YouTube. So you we can't we can't say that YouTube is non-existent for the heartbeat of our industry. And we have this fascination with certain brands and certain, you know, uh, influencers that always have this next tip or trick and always have this next thing. How many DIYers? How many uh, enthusiasts watch them? How many of them are becoming so much more educated and maybe lack the need for professional detailers? Hmm. Oh, sure, we've got professional detailers that also post on YouTube, so don't get me wrong, but the point was made. Heard it loud and clear. Their brands are dominating YouTube as a massive marketing campaign so that DIY and enthusiasts can clean their own cars without the need of a professional detailer. Point noted. YouTube does that very well for you guys. Thank you. All right, well. What other, uh, what other platforms uh, might be big for, for those kind of things? I think about what I, I thought down. Mm. Yeah. Well, if, if you could get it done on your own, and if, if you might be going through some tough times, And if you watched a video on, hey, you can achieve these results with this product, you know, hey, we're perfectly okay, though. Perfectly okay. I mean, they're literally marketing that they can save them time and save them their money. And that's the two most important things on people's plates right now. But, hey, the professional detailer market is completely fine. No worries. No worries. But... 
let's just think. Free Thought Friday. All right, let's have a journey. Let's think through. Well, what could put you out of business? No, no, nothing, right? Well, in theory, what puts any company or any business out of business is they don't have as much customers. Right? I mean, if you, one plus one equals two plus plus minus, right? You get it? Pretty simple. Well, are you marketing now against some of the same companies you buy from? So how, how does that make sense in your theory of, well, no, you can't go out of business, right? I mean, those people would use you, right? I mean, of course, you know, you, you use Adams also. So, I mean, if, if you use Adams and they use Adams at their home, I mean, it makes sense that, but you know, they would spend their time, energy and money with you. Right. Makes sense that, you know, if they got an alternative, that's good enough for them, then well, yeah, they don't, they don't necessarily have to have you. Right. What would put you out of business? Is this something you even want to think about? Oh, I, I've actually had to think about it, right? It's, it's part of my journey. It's actually a practice that I learned from uh, Gary Vee. Those of you that follow Gary Vee's, many times has said, what would put you out of business? What would take you out of business? Well, so a lot of the way we created HyperClean and the way we created our business model and our purpose was to put me out of business as a box truck driver, right? I mean, I've 10 years been slinging product out of a truck. Now, I always chose not to do a box truck, but I did a van, I did trucks, I did different things. What would put me out of business? And I was sitting down uh, with a distributor of ours out of Colorado Springs, uh, Jason, who, congratulations to him, he was time for retirement and he, uh, he took a price and, and closed his doors and somebody else took over his business and now he is out to pasture in a sense almost. I'm very happy for him. He's been in our industry for a very long time. And, uh, you know, we're sitting down with him a couple of years ago. We we're sitting having pizza and beer. It's always a good thing to do. You know, and he thought they were in trouble. His, uh, his brand, his model, uh, the idea of having a box truck and being a distributor for him was, well, he, he cautioned whether or not it would continue to be, you know, especially as, as big brands like manufacturers of cars begin to isolate and become, well, in theory, he thought that maybe one time eventually the brands and would sell direct and, you know, they would just go straight to the customer and they wouldn't need somebody to drive the product around. Right. So what would put somebody like that out of business? Well, direct to consumer using something apps, something that could get somebody to them faster, cheaper, quicker. But you're, you're fine, right? I mean, your shop is good. Your, your mobile setup is good, right? I hope so. But if you don't ever think backwards from what could possibly put you out and then plan accordingly, well, you definitely leave yourself susceptible. And a free thought Friday, like, listen, that's, that's what open thoughts are about is trying to find where we could be susceptible to a loss that would eventually give us a KO. It's never good. You know, I was in 
one group and saw one comment about, well, if, uh, if you're really ever thinking about just your expenses and never really pushing forward to get new customers, then, you know, you'll be out of business. And that's very much true. If you don't watch your expenses and you're only worried about customers that could put you out of business, right? There's no one answer. What would put you out of business? What steps would you have to take in order for you to go out? What might have to happen locally around you in order for that to happen? Write those down, think through them. It's okay to set up defenses and protection around your business so that things like that don't happen. It's actually kind of smart. Well, that's because you're in the community. You get this great information for free. Don't worry, you don't have to go pay for training. So what things would put you out? How are you gonna prevent it? What are you gonna be able to do? Well, if you start seeing those, then the next step is starting to plan, right? So let's just, let's just go into an example, right? Let's say somebody opened up down the street that uh, used something more efficient, used something that, a, you know, equally looks just the same, right? Their product end result is, is good, but they're less expensive. Would that put you out of business? What if somebody moved in down the street that was super extremely high end and they were influxed a, a lot of money into their shop and, you know, they had an extremely amazing setup and did top end, high end line work. Would, would that put you out of business? Would chemical guys opening up across the street where they sell to all their DIY market. You thought maybe you were happy to go in and get stuff there until you realize, oh wait, that, that guy was my customer at one time. Hmm. What would put you out of business? How could you plan a, around it? I bet you one way to really plan around is to have customers set up on regular, regular, Hellos. Now, hellos can be from different aspects, right? Hellos present top of mind awareness. It's a big thing that we talked about recently. So I encourage you to go watch that episode. Top of mind awareness uh, keeps you active. Active in front of people. It's a good thing. That's one suggestion. There's going to be others. I'd love to hear from you on what you think would put you out of business and on ways that you could prevent it. Hit me up on IG, send me a text, 918-800-1188, or come on to the community pub. I'd love to have a beer with you. We have a lot of fun on these. Every Wednesday night, 7.30 Central, that's Zoom. Wednesday, 7.30 Central, Zoom ID, 918-800-1188. All right, I look forward to having a beer with you then. I hope that you've enjoyed this free thought Friday. I hope that you got some value out of it. I hope that, uh, that you sit down, that you think through what could put you out of business. It doesn't ever hurt. It always helps to plan ahead. Hey, this is Marshall, Total Auto Solutions. And you never know. Those little plans, those little ideas, something might, uh, something might start to uh, 
light a fire in you. You might start thinking through, hey, what if I did this? Oh, okay. Oh, what if I did that? And that's where we want to be. I hope you make it a great day. All right, episode is over. Go leave a review, share the value, be a part of community. Ooh. Ah!